The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Steven Larson, and available wherever podcasts can be found. Be sure to join us later on today for our Hell in a Cell live reactions. It's going to be a short show, only three matches, you know. <laughs> well, that's all they've announced as of us filming this on Thursday. Yeah. Hopefully, as of uh, the SmackDown on Fox airing, there will be maybe a couple more matches announced. What I do you think? I think so. You kind of have to announce, not you personally, but they would kind of have to announce the entire card. I want a 45-minute pay-per-view. Yeah, three matches still. All quality. And have two Hell in a Cell matches, both of them go an hour. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, anyways, uh, hopefully you guys will uh, join us for that. Will join us for that, not enjoy us for that. Although hopefully you'll do that too. Yeah. We're at the end of the first week of the new way, the Wednesday Night Wars yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah. New schedules, new things. And, uh, of course, this is the Matt Chat Show where we reach out to our patrons over there on the patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. For their questions that we yes. can then debate here yes. on the Matt Chat. Correct. Who we got up first, Larson? First, we got Jacksonville's number one. Matt Chatter, Guion Halili. What's up, friendos? This is Jacksonville's number one Matt Chatter, Guion Halili, back with another Matt Chat question. This week, what I want to know is simple. Is SmackDown now the A-show? Now, at the time of this recording, SmackDown hasn't yet broadcasted on Fox because it's Wednesday, but is SmackDown now the A-show with the wackier stories on Raw, like Lana making out with uh, Bob Lashley and, you know, everything that's going on on Monday Night Raw? Yeah, uh, let me know your thoughts. Uh, too sweet, hearty handshake. Later, guys. Thank you, Gion. Thank you, Gion. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, SmackDown is totally the A-show right now. Raw is now the C show. I'm sorry, man. Uh, you can take the ratings out of it. I know Raw's going to get better ratings than NXT. I totally get that. In the pantheon right now of wrestling shows, Raw is the D show if you include all elite wrestling. That's how it is, man. I'm sorry. Wow. Uh, NXT in the land, in, in WWE, NXT and SmackDown are the bells of the ball, if you will. SmackDown, obviously, they're putting a lot of effort into. It's Thursday, so we haven't seen what SmackDown looks like in its new form. It probably looks great, though. They're actually doing like a red carpet thing. They're having people from Fox, like hosts from Fox, come out and do stuff, the pre-show festivities and all this kind of great stuff. They're really rolling out everything for the WWE right now. All that screams A-show. And all that is for SmackDown, and you're exactly right. All that screams A-show. I will let you make your point about why it is, but, but just one more thing. You look at Raw, man, and I know, look, a year from now, the commentary crew on Raw – Whoever it is, probably gonna be Vic Joseph and Dio Madden and somebody else. Yeah, not Lawler. And not Lawler. Um, their commentary crew is a work in progress right now. Mm -hmm. um, their roster, I mean, look, Raw might end up being the more fun show to watch because of the goofiness, like Guillaume's talking about. 
I was thoroughly entertained by that last 10 minutes of the show. Um, it's still too long. It's still bloated. Oh, yeah. Um, it's not going to go down to two hours, but it should. It definitely should. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's the C show. Like, everybody's paying attention to NXT because of its it's the Wednesday Night Wars thing. SmackDown is a, a fresh coat of paint. And they have... Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar. That's why it's the A show. Because of Vince's eyes, he will only put his top draw on A show. Brock Lesnar is Vince's top draw in his eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, therefore, that is he's going to SmackDown now, at least short term. Yeah. And uh, therefore, SmackDown is A show. Everything you said is right. But the most concrete evidence we have that SmackDown is A show is because Brock is there now. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And he'll probably win the WWE title. Uh, oh, he probably has won that WWE title by now on Friday. Be surprised if he didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's probably going to hold that belt for a little bit. Uh, and be kind of like a number one dude on uh, SmackDown on Fox. Yeah, if he if he didn't win it on Friday, again we're taping this on Thursday. If he didn't win it on Thursday, that's that's a foregone conclusion. He's going to. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no SmackDown. They're going to devote all their efforts. I mean, it will it will be interesting creatively, given that Eric Bischoff's record to this point seems maybe a bit spotty. I'm not sure if I don't know. Like, creatively, who knows what the deal is going to be? Yeah. But um. Yeah, they're putting in terms of production. I mean, creative would really translate potentially into the viewership. Um, how it's dealt with creatively at first isn't going to have any bearing, I think, on how Fox uh, views it and marks, markets it, mm-hmm. and therefore how Vince views it and wants to market it yeah. and who he puts on there. Yeah. Every, they're doing everything they can to make SmackDown a rating success by the metrics. We've heard $3 million. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, that Fox apparently may be set forth. And we're not even at the draft yet. No. I mean, how much more can they load it up? You know, it could be eight. Raw In terms be of the star b- power, SmackDown, NXT, 205 Live, <laughs> main event. <laughs> yeah. What, is, what else do they have? Uh, uh, maybe a talent trade with, uh, who are they going to do business with? Triple A? Evolve. <laughs> yeah, Evolve. Raw. NXT UK. NXT UK, Raw. Yeah, then Raw. Could be. Yeah. Who knows? SmackDown's definitely the A show. No question. Send Seth to Evolve. Send Drew to UK. Mm-hmm. Send, uh, and then you'll just be left with Bray. You'll just be left with Fiend. Yeah. He'll stay on Raw. Yeah. And every every Raw main event with Dana Brooke versus Sarah Logan. <laughs> I love that. That'd be great. Next up, Joshua Martinez. We'll see what he has to say. Hey, friendos. So with the Wednesday Night Wars starting, how do you compare this so far to the Monday Night Wars? Uh, obviously, now we have more technology, like, I saw people had double streams up side by side. PlayStation View, I guess, you can view two streams at once. Um, I know this is only the first night, but just wondering, how do you guys compare the two wars and how do you see social media and all that affecting the wars? Uh, be interested to know what you guys think. Thank you, Joshua Martinez. Thank you, Joshua. Go ahead, oh, I got to go first. You get to go first. It's kind of too soon to tell um, how they're going to compare. We have one week. Um and uh, the narrative right now, the narrative right now is AEW destroyed NXT. Yeah, players. and I, I'd really be interested. I don't take away that AEW necessarily destroyed NXT in the ratings. That's what people. That's the narrative people want to push. It just means people were more curious about what AEW had to offer because they knew what NXT was. Um, when you get the plus three numbers, whatever that is, the DVR stuff, um, I feel like you're going to see that gap shrink. Because I'm just wondering if a lot of people, all right, we have a choice between a, a, a product that we know really well, NXT, that's been the same and will, by all uh, accounts, according to Triple H, will be the same versus AEW, something that's completely new. It's exciting. 
this is history history we can we can watch live as it happens i'll try that first um but yeah it'll be really interesting to see what the numbers are like in a couple of days once we get the full picture of what or the full picture we can get of what viewership is like um in terms of any comparison is going to be insufficient because the way people ingest entertainment now is so vastly different than how it was 20 years ago that for one, there's way more options. You're not going to see numbers like you did back in the attitude era during the Monday night wars. Um, people don't watch TV live like they used to. That's why there's such a premium on it. Um, and that's why, you know, there's so many different outlets by which to watch stuff. You got cable, but you also have the various apps you have, uh, uh, you know, apparently on PlayStation View, you could co-streaming and watch both of them at the same time. And then a lot of people DVR yeah. and they watch it later. And so while AEW probably won the, the, the narrative week one because they blew uh, NXT out of the water, once we get the fuller uh, picture of viewership in a couple weeks, once things kind of settle, once people familiar, familiarize themselves with AEW, and compare that to what NXT has been offering for years, people will then make the choice which one they probably want to watch first. Um, and then, you know, from that point on, we'll see. And then it, then it gets to, okay, which product is going to put forth the most intriguing product on paper like the day of? Like you walk in, you, you read your AEW preview, your NXT preview, you've been following the storylines. All right, which show do I feel like is must, must watch? Which one is the one I have to watch live this week? And I don't know. I, it feels like this could be one of those things where week to week things could change a lot mm-hmm. just based on what they're putting out in front of, of viewers. Man, there's going to be a certain percentage of AEW viewership that's going to be diehard AEW. There's going to be a certain number of NXT's uh, 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 viewership that's probably going to be diehard NXT. And we'll always watch that first. But there's probably going to be a chunk of it that will vacillate back and forth depending on what they think is the most must-see program. Yeah, um, It's going to be a while before I think we get a real good picture of where each show stands in terms of viewership, what they draw, so on and so forth. I think there's also going to be a certain amount more of civility from the companies. We just saw that today. Do you think 20 years ago, WWE would have issued a statement saying, congratulations, WCW, on a successful launch of Thunder? Nope. Never would have done it. No. You, there, you, you want to avoid. So if, if I, I know both shows are done live, so you can't necessarily do spoilers, although you can call audibles during the show mm-hmm. and say, hey, they opened up with a title change on AEW. Quick, Moro Ronello, spoil that. There's no way they do that now. No. If given the opportunity, they're going to stay away from the more petty you know, spoiler territory or bashing stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to stay away from that because they don't want, they understand completely that we're in a social media landscape and the perception that you're not being, that you're not playing fair or that you're trying to play dirty mm-hmm. is an ugly one. And people are going to turn on you very quick. Um, so I think there will also be a certain amount of civility. Um, you know, WWE is making money hand over fist so it's not like they're really losing anything if mm-hmm. NXT uh, doesn't, you know, knock out AEW. NXT just has to perform to whatever expectations USA needs for them to remain profitable and for mm-hmm. this to be a profitable arrangement. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so yeah, I think there's that aspect of it too. Um, I think those are some immediate differences. Yeah, but yeah, it's going to take time. Uh, I hope both companies 
keep just doing everything they can. I hope NXT creatively and AEW creatively does everything they can to uh, try to keep them sustainable long-term and exciting short-term. Exactly. Um, and I think everybody will continue to win. I had a blast on Wednesday watching mm-hmm. both shows. Mm-hmm. I thought they were both top-notch, and I hope yeah, they Yeah, they're continue. both a lot of fun. Yeah. A lot of fun. Uh, more than anything, hopefully uh, people will enter Wednesday each and every week excited yeah. to watch wrestling because far too often, and this happened to me, you go into a Monday Night Raw, and you, know, you might enjoy some of it, but at three hours... It's kind of a chore some weeks when the product isn't that great. Yeah, sure. Well, you can always expect something decent to happen on Raw. You might not always be excited to watch it because, you know, there might be some good, but there might be some mediocre, even some bad you had to wade through to get to that, that good. one of my big takeaways was, man, watching AEW, like when, when it was about the hour and a half mark, I was like, oh, man, there's only a half hour left. This is great, you know? It was, it was really well paced. It was really well paced. NXT was the same. Mm-hmm. It's, it's obscene that Raw would have any match. That isn't at least 15 minutes long. You've got three hours of time. You you need to be giving us bang 15-minute-plus bangers every week. I know. There was a span of time when they were doing that, and I feel like they sort of strayed away from that. Yeah, there was a while where they'd have an opening segment, and they'd have some sort of match that last 12 to 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Weekly. It was a formula for a while, then it stopped. I don't know why. You can live out your MasterChef dreams. When you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Next up, returning Uh, Matt Chatter, Willism. Ooh, and he's got... He's got he's starting his own Sunday night war with uh, Epico in the car battle. Wow. Let's see what he has to say. Hey, Steven Larson, it is your pal Willism. I know it's been a while. Life just gets in the way sometimes, but 
I uh, wanted to come back at you with a Matt Chat question, but before I do that, Epico, I hear you're looking for a war, and I have a car that shoots flames too. Alright, Epico, so there you go. I'll be your Huckleberry. But anyway, getting back to my question this week. Guys, I haven't been around. I've declared fan bankruptcy. I've given up on the products, and it's not because they're not good. They've just they're just too long and they're just too much and i've just given up but hearing you guys saying that the product's getting better is reassuring and, I, and i'm glad for that but my question is is that for me i'm building my fan credit so to say by just watching AEW and nxt when that starts up so um my question is do you think that there's going to be two distinct fan bases between your standard products like the raws and the smackdowns and then the, the smaller products like AEW and nxt um and i see an equivalency kind of like like how the beer market has become where you have your standard, you know, your Miller, your Budweiser, your mainstay type groups that gravitate towards that. And then you have a whole separate group that uh, gravitate towards like the craft industry, which is a smaller and kind of more exciting environment. And I only see that for uh, NXT and AEW kind of reinvigorating in Monday Night War almost. So anyway, my question is that, what do you guys think? Do you see two separate bases forming over the next couple of years that are gonna just gravitate towards those two uh, distinct areas of, of this market? Anyway, too sweet, hearty handshake, come from your pal Willism. Thank you, Willism. Thank you, Willism, go ahead, Steve. Man, that fire-breathing car. that's amazing. It didn't great. breathe, fire, it shot fire. It <laughs> 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 farted. Ah! <coughs> Thank you, anyways. Uh, man, I don't know. I mean, with, with many different, how do I put this niche forms of entertainment? There will always be completists, people who need to absorb everything about mm -hmm. a certain thing. Mm -hmm. Um, the world of wrestling, that's no different. However, I do think that AEW, um, I mean, Meltzer in the wrestling newsletter, uh, whenever there's been like an AEW pay-per-view, and this isn't like an exact exact science or anything, but he'll he'll, he'll say, hey, you know, eighty percent of people bought AEW this pay per view, mm -hmm. but didn't get the pay per view. Well, that doesn't really reflect the network numbers. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I do think that part of the AEW's fan base are people who are kind of fed up with WWE, yeah, and want something fresh. Yeah. So, I think that there will be a portion of the AEW's audience that doesn't watch anything WWE. Um. I think there's also a portion of AEW's audience that would appreciate NXT, but not anything on the main roster. And I think that's, I mean, we saw plenty of people, plenty mm -hmm. of people. I mean, I put up, I put up a community tab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, and it was on the basis that um, the people responding to the poll uh, watched both episodes. And we had full on two, I mean, the same number of people who usually vote. Two and a half thousand people voted in this community poll, and assuming they actually, unless some of these people didn't watch one or the other, but God, anecdotally on Twitter, everybody was watching both. Uh, I said, assuming you watched both, this week's winner was, and then it was, you know, 45% said they're both great. Uh, NXT and AEW, NXT at 34%, AEW at 19%. So I think there's a lot of people out there who are watching both AEW mm -hmm. and, and, and NXT. Um, I think it's all over the map. I think there's a big chunk of people who's going to watch everything. I think there is a smaller chunk of people who's just going to watch one thing. I mean, that's the thing about NXT that I like about it is that I don't have to rely on a different show. Raw and SmackDown, I think with the split in networks, they're definitely going to be their own things. Yeah. Um, in which case, you can only watch SmackDown or you can only watch Raw and get the complete picture. 
so I think it's kind of all over the map. I don't know what the breakdown would be, though. I, I don't I know either. I can't speculate on that. Um, I wonder if there's still a lot of people who just equate WWE with pro wrestling. Sure. Yeah. You know, it's the name brand. It's yeah. it's the Kleenex. It's the crayon, mm-hmm. you know, or Crayola, sorry. Um, it's the Xerox of wrestling. And so there might be the perception in some people's mind, well, if it's not WWE, it's not really worth watching because it's not, it's not the major leagues, essentially, you know? Or there's just that blind brand loyalty. Totally. It's like you don't even know why you're defending them, but you are. It's because it's what you've known. Yeah. Um, I wonder if that plays into it. And also, it's a massive time commitment to watch everything. Sure. So if, depending on what you're, you know, what you like out of your pro wrestling, if you want to watch the stuff that features the stars that you know and features the stars that you used to watch, Mm -hmm. then, okay, well, I have three hours a week to watch wrestling, I'll watch Raw. Yeah. I have five hours a week. I heard great things about NXT, but man, Roman Reigns is on SmackDown. Brock Lesnar's on SmackDown. Sorry, NXT, I'm going to watch SmackDown. Yeah. Um, Triple H has always said that the point of WWE is that there's something out there for everybody, everybody, and you don't need to be... In fact, you probably shouldn't be watching everything. You probably shouldn't be. No. Because it is, like you said, a massive time commitment. Because you get three hours of Raw, two hours of SmackDown, that's five hours, two hours of NXT, that is seven... Uh, and then you get another hour of 205, another hour of NXT UK. That's nine hours of original programming on a non-pay-per-view week mm-hmm. from WB alone, plus two hours of All Elite. That's 11. If you want to watch Impact, that's another two hours. Yeah. And then you got, uh, if you want to watch uh, uh, Ring of Honor, wherever that's on, that's another hour. If you want to watch NWA Power, it's probably another hour. So you're looking at what, 15 hours? A ton. A week on yeah. a non pay per view week. Yeah, right. Yeah. Imagine like a, a major four pay per view. Four week, yeah. Like a Rumble weekend, mm-hmm. where you get seven hours of Rumble, two and a half to three hour takeover. It's a lot. Yeah, I wonder if that's part of why McMahon, like with SummerSlam, we saw it was a three and a half. Yeah, it was card. a brisk, brisk that show. That was rad. It was awesome. That was amazing. Hopefully, that's the norm. Yeah. Um. Next. Oh, it's Winemaker. Winemaker. Let's see what he has to say. Don't seem so down, man. That's our buddy. I like Wayne Maker. He's the best. But we like to pick on him. We do. Yeah. Wayne Maker here. And I've got a match chat question for you. Now, with the surprise entrance of certain ex-WWE wrestlers in AEW, I would like to know what wrestlers from AEW would make a big impact in either NXT, SmackDown, or Raw. Thank you. Too sweet. Hi, handshake. Shortly. Thank you, Wayne Maker. Thanks, Wayne. So uh, um, we take one talent from each division. Yeah. Uh, MJF, I feel like he's he's the standout. He's super young. I think they said he was 23 the last night. He's, he's already so good on the mic. He's already a great promo. Yeah. He's an exceptional promo. Yeah. Um, he's a good wrestler. I imagine with seasoning, he'll become better. Um, he kind of checks all the boxes, honestly. Yeah, he really does. Um, he's a great character, great on the mic, good worker. Um, yeah, I don't. You, you drop him in NXT. Let me ask you this: He's like b- what Bob Roode was, but better probably. Who do you in terms think, of character work? Who do you think three years from now is going to be a bigger star, Hangman or MJF? I think MJF has the higher ceiling. I do too. I agree. Um, in the tag division, it's your answer or LAX X LAX. Sorry, um, I'm guessing WWE would have loved to have signed Santana and Ortiz. Um, they make a massive splash in NXT or in main roster. You can just put them on main. They're so good. Mm-hmm. Um, for the women's division, 
I didn't go with a household name, but I mm-hmm. think because she's so darn athletic mm-hmm. that she would make waves pretty quickly, and that's Sadie Gibbs. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only seen a little bit of her work, but she does some pretty awesome stuff yeah. athletically in the ring. Yeah. Um, so I think that'd be something else. Well, in the women's division, I will go with a household name. Of course, she's one of the stars of Glow. Mm-hmm. Awesome Kong. Um, she was confirmed by Tony Khan to be a member of the roster. She yeah. has been signed on, which is fantastic. Yes. We're both big fans oh, of she's hers. Awesome. Um, but yeah, she would obviously make an immediate impact in WWE, just like she did when she was there for a coffee, cup of coffee. Yeah. Um, tag team, I would say Lucha Bros. Because if you, man, if anybody had the now look, there's a possibility they might end up like part of Lucha House Party. That's probably yeah. why they're like, no bueno. Mm. Uh, however, if done correctly, they could easily be like the undertaker of the tag team division. Yeah, yeah. Sort of the, you know, creepy, you know, horror type guys. Yeah. Seto Yeah. Uh, and then I have MJF also. I'll try to figure out somebody else. Obviously, we didn't include anybody in the elite because that's obvious. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean, obviously, Kenny Omega is the number one answer right there. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see here. Who else was in that big scrum that ended the show? I mean, yeah, I'm trying to like, I'm like, okay, yeah, there's Cody. I don't, Sammy Guevara is kind of too young. Maybe in like three years or so, yeah. Sammy Guevara, Sammy Guevara could make like an immediate impact. Um, Cause I like Jungle Boy's work, but he's they just like all right, you're two five live again. Yeah, I know exactly. Like maybe like Luchasaurus could be like a Damian Priest type. Maybe I don't know. He's kind of goofy, also though. So uh, yeah, no, it's the, the the easy answer is MJF. He's a jewel. He's an absolute yeah. jewel. Yeah. Uh, next, got a question from Christopher Rampersad. Hello, Stephen Larson. So my question is, who would be the Undertaker's opponent of Saudi Arabia or Crown Jewel? Thank you, Christopher. Thank you, Christopher. Go ahead, Steve. Oh, man. So it's Crown Jewel. Your answer might be the more correct one. But, uh, you know, Mayor Glenn Jacobs uh, is obviously not a, not averse to returning to the WWE. I'm going to go with Kane. Crown Jewel, they seem to love their old timers mm-hmm. doing things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, why not Undertaker versus Kane? One more time. One last time. Did they, right. they ever advertise that for Undertaker versus I don't Kane? I think so. One last time, Undertaker versus Kane. And they'll revisit again, it again 10 years from now. Sure. Sure. Why one, not? one last time. Yeah. Uh, I put Drew McIntyre. They were setting the stage for that match to happen. Drew's been out of action for a while. Um, apparently, the take, Taker won to work them Extreme Rules, and actually, it was a really fun tag match. Who wins that match, though? I worry if it's at Crown Jewel, Undertaker wins the match. And so Probably. by that rationale, I don't want it to happen. Right, exactly. Drew needs that, that, that huge win. About Will they bring back Chris Jericho versus Undertaker? Um, Anyways, next up, A.O. Worm has a question. Let's see what A.O. Worm has to say. That'd be great. Y2J versus... It's not going to happen, man. Oh, that can't happen. No. Let's see what A.O. Worm has to say. What's going on, friendos? Your boy A.O. Worm here. It's been a while, but I'm back on Mad Chat. So, question. Steve and Larson, you guys are to open up a brand new wrestling school. Pick four coaches, two single stars, a female coach, and a tag team coach. Then pick a location of where you want your wrestling school to be. And then what is your what would be your wrestling school staple? Like what would you make sure when your prospects leave, they're the best in? Like rather be 
technical submission style based wrestling, strong style, high flying, high spots, um, getting over with the fans, like promo work. What would be the staple for your wrestling school? And then obviously, what would be the name of it? All right, guys, take it easy. Too sweet, hearty handshake. I'll catch you later. Thank you, AO Worm. Thank you, AO Worm. Man, I love this question, but All you right, go this, ahead. You go first. Got. So, uh, in short, it's it's either the Bastard Academy, good, or uh, 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 Wrestling School of Misery. One of the two. Oh, I like it because the first names I thought of were just some of the most miserable wrestling characters I could think of. First and foremost, you got to go with Bastard Pock. Pack. Pac. Pack. I know they call him Pack in it's AEW, Pac. but I call him Pac still. He, he, of course, will be teaching the high-flying stuff, but also he's got, like, the best, like, little background house kick in the entire business. Yeah, it looks does, great. Yeah. Um, so we got that covered, high-flying stuff. Next, Walter. We've seen the stuff he's been doing in, at the PC in the United Kingdom at his own wrestling school. Uh, you know, uh, it'd be that Walter though. It wouldn't. Be, yeah, 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 yeah. It wouldn't be Walter that we see off camera. That no, no. We this is see off this is all based on the characters we see in our screens. Correct. Because like my next name here, Shayna Baszler. You met her. You said she was a delight. Yes, great. Totally great. But on screen, wouldn't be that Shayna. No, on screen in character, she's mean. Terrifying. She's surly. Terrifying. That's the Shayna I'd have teaching at my school. And then finally, the tag team, Minoru Suzuki, Zack Saber Jr. They just be stretching everybody. That's good. That's this, good. This this school would create the the most hardened, uh, 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 badass wrestlers on the entire planet. Yeah. Uh, hold on, I have to add one more. Um, so, oh, what location would it be? Um, it fits more in my school than yours. Yeah, I know. Well, you can take him if you want. You want him? No, I like my. He's no, I, I like my name. Is mine dead? Is that guy dead? I think so. <laughs> Put Stu Hart on there because you said stretch him. Yeah. How would you not have Stu Hart in yours? Because I That's think great. He, hasn't, didn't he pass away? I think he died. I think man. he did. I That's probably why I didn't have him on my list. Totally died. Right? Didn't he die? Yes. Yeah, he died like 2003. Oh my God, ages ago. Um, what's a good location for this? Someplace sweaty or really cold. Yeah. Somewhere in the upper Midwest. Well, I know Shana's from Sioux Falls, so I'm familiar with... Shana's literally the only person from America. Okay, that's fine. So you'd want someplace international, I would think. Walter doesn't like leaving, so it's got to be in Germany. Oh, I guess that's true. you got to be in Germany. Or at least somewhere in Europe. It has to be somewhere in Europe. And Pac probably keeps home in the UK. Probably. And Suzuki, or uh, Sabre too. Yeah. All right, man. Yours is crap compared to mine. That's good. Steve's Deathmatch Academy. That's right. Nick Gage. Zandig. Sexy star. I know she wasn't like into death matches, but man, she was tearing people's limbs off shoot style at a freaking worked match, right? So sexy star. And then New Jack. And because we needed a tag team, it'd be New Jack and Mustafa, who actually seems like a very lovely guy. Yeah. So he could just sort of be the motivate. He's the one guy that you can turn to and be like, Mustafa, these guys are killing me. And he's like, well, yeah, it's a death match academy. <laughs> You're like, thanks, Mustafa. <laughs> <laughs> Words of encouragement. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's a Deathmatch Academy. Uh, next question from Gatlin T. This is the Firefly Funhouse newest puppet, Gatlin T. And I had a completely different question planned until I saw that Brian Zane worked a Ring of Honor show. 
So my question for you guys is, is if you guys could work at any wrestling company, what would it be? And what would you do? Anything is available. But it has to be modern day. Thank you, guys. Too sweet and a hearty handshake. Thank you, Gatlin T. Man, we can we have the same answer on this one? I would love, love to work at NWA Power. I can't wait for NWA Power, man. What is it going to be on Tuesdays? Yeah. Hell Opposite yeah. Opposite impact. Oh, I love it. We got Tuesday Night War brewing. Uh, yeah. Now Corgan's got beef with impact. Oh, he's got big beef. He's, yeah, he's not above being petty. Unfortunately, he tapes his stuff like days in advance. Um, like impact doesn't. So I'm not sure he could. That's a good point. They do too. Uh, man, I love their studio setup. Their cast of characters is great. Allison K, that new NWA women's championship title is beautiful. Uh, Eli Drake, Eli Drake is there. Uh, who's, uh, uh, uh the rock and roll express. Colt Cabana is there. Uh, Tim storm is there. Mm-hmm. Colt Cabana, Nick Aldis, Nick, is he still the champion? I believe so. Okay. That's all great stuff, man. Yeah. That's great stuff. Oh, Damian Sandow's there. Yeah. That's terrific. Oh, man. They got that amazing studio setup. I'm telling you, we do commentary. That'd be great. Some like off white cream blazers. Uh huh. With the logo. With the logo. On the and lapel. Then, like, the long mic. Yeah, like Bob Barker mic. Oh, my God. That'd be amazing. Like that. Here we are standing at. And I do the. What Why do you do the mid Atlantic accent? The transatlantic accent. I think it's mid Atlantic. Is it mid Atlantic? Transatlantic means over the Atlantic. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's Mid-Atlantic. Mid-Atlantic. Here we are now with the current tag team champions, Rock and Roll Express. Or I can do a southern accent. Hey, here I am. We just both try to do JR. Yes! That'd be amazing. Here we are now with a... We should, set up, we should set up like a little interview area over here, bring Cal Jack in and do yeah. some interviews before he has Here, matches. you do JR. I can be at Edwards. There you- <laughs> yeah. Uh, here, here we are now. Now, now, here we are now with, with Cal Jack. Man... You're a big, you're a big fella. Cal, talk to me. <laughs> when are you gonna go to Nick Aldis and turn yourself in, son? Yeah. Great answer there from Cal Jack. From Cal John. Oh, we got. We're making history next. Not one, but two questions due to my own oversight. From Rich Nason. Take it away, Rich. Friendos, Rich the Smash Bro here. Just got my match hat reminders. I'm getting ready for work. I clean up nice when there's not a whole lot of beef to be shown. I know how much Steve loves the beef. Real quick, um, just I wanted to know if you guys think if they created a mid-card belt for the women's division. Because they've done everything the men do. And the men have their mid-card titles. But do you think if they develop maybe like a featherweight belt or something for some of the ladies that you really don't see that often... Instead of always going for the top belt or putting together these crap tag teams to go for the tag titles. Just a thought. Friendos Rich the Smash Bro here with this second match hat question of this episode because my one last week was forgotten about. Anyway, with Hell in a Cell being tonight, I wanted to know what possible surprises are in store. Um, because let's be real, no one wants to see The Fiend win the title. I sure as hell don't. But after the first couple weeks of NXT and USA have been wrapping up... Then we had that other show on Wednesday. I don't know what it was. But with the landscape of how things have been going, what do you think is going to happen tonight at Hell in a Cell that might be shocking or unexpected? Original friendo. Let me know, boys. Thank you, Rich. Thank you, Rich. Go ahead, Steve. You can go first. Yeah. They, yeah, they totally need a, a mid-card women's title. I, uh, I mean, they have the tag titles. Those should be journey titles where they go from place to place and defend them on like pay-per-view cycles. 
Um, however, yeah, because if you take a look at the women's division right now, there's too much floundering. They got that 24-7 title, and that really the talent chasing that title is too good to be chasing a title literally through the arena. So they definitely need a mid-card. Those other titles are going to be wrapped up in horsewomen fingers. They're going to have their paws all over them titles. So the Raw and SmackDown titles are unavailable right now. They need a mid, a mid. They definitely need a mid-card title. What about a surprise for Hell in a Cell? Fiend wins. Oh, Sorry, yeah. Rich. The Fiend is going to win. Yeah, Fiend's awesome. Yeah, like, he's great. He's great. Rich is talking about. Watch, it, watch him do the weather report here in Sacramento. It's great. It's wonderful. Um, do they need a mid-card women's ch- t- title? Yes. But sh- until they prove to me that they can uh, competently and adequately book the women tag team titles long-term, they've been doing all right with Alexa and Nikki Cross. That's been a fun program. Long-term, I don't necessarily have the confidence that they can put another belt in the women's division and actually uh, have it on TV on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Um, they need to prove that to me first. Would it be great? Yes. Would it help the women's division? Yes. Until they prove with the women tag titles, they can do it right, then I kind of say, let's just wait on that. Let's just wait on that. Uh, surprise the hell will sell me. It's not a surprise. Fiend wins. Not surprised. Seth is excited for Team Hogan at Crown Jewel. He's already looking past Fiend. Yeah, let me ask you something though, dude. Isn't Hell like hasn't isn't Hell in a Shell shaping up? To Hell in be, a Shell. That's perfect. How you put it that way. Hell in a Shell. Isn't Hell in a Cell shaping up to be like the biggest afterthought of it? Is the Universal Championship going to change hands on an afterthought pay per view? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Totally. May, is. Maybe we're three days away from it. Yeah. And there's three matches announced. Three. I mean, you gotta have at least six to put on a real show, right? All right, you got, you got that right there, Ed. We're gonna be doling out money for an hour of wrestling. Yeah, that right, Ed. Uh, I got a bunch of text questions. First from Nemo. Uh, she says, "Do you think AEW title should change hands a lot, a la Attitude Era, where a number of people have a chance at any time?" Ed Edwards is about to throw up oh, here my. live on NWA Power. Wow. Or should they have long title runs to make the champ seem unbeatable, for lack of a better word? Uh. Jericho's going to have a decent run with it. They want to establish that belt immediately out of the gate. He's going to have a decent run. He probably won't drop it till May, till double or nothing, too. That's my guess. Be, I want to go back to Vegas, man. I know. That was a fun week. That was fun. I'm going to do that again. Um, that would be my guess. And by that time, Kenny will probably come back around. He'll drop the belt to Kenny. Kenny will have it for a little bit. And then from that point on, if it makes sense story-wise to have the title be passed around a little bit, yeah, by all means. yeah. And, and, and once Jericho's established that title, help them establish a firm viewer base, put it on Kenny. Uh, as we've seen lately, Kenny is not averse to losing. Um, so if it makes sense storyline-wise to put the title on people to help elevate them a bit, by all means. So, so long as it's interesting and, and, and well, well done. Let's fast forward two years. If they do their jobs properly, you'll get guys like MJF, Hangman Page. You'll already have Mox, Kenny, um, Scorpio Sky, I hope. Yeah. Jericho's still going to be there. Hopefully, you'll get, like we had in the Attitude Era, five or six real true contenders. And then you might see that title swap hands a bit more the mm-hmm. way it used to. I really liked how they did that because they had so much dang talent and mm-hmm. it was so unpredictable. So I would like to see that, but they need more legitimate contenders to that yeah. title. Yeah. Um, so there you go. Yeah. <clears throat> totally. Uh, next from Tiger Mask Tim Morris, alternate 
Universe time. You love nice. these, these I questions, love Steve. these questions. Say, Charlotte, Sasha, Bailey, and Becky never made it to the WWE. Who out of the current women's roster would be the four horsemen, horsewomen in that universe? What do you got? Um, I had to look away, so I didn't see what you were writing down, but we did have two of the same mm-hmm. overlapping answers. Uh, we both got Asuka and Ember Moon mm-hmm. easily. They were, the, they were sort of in the class that came right after. Exactly. That and then also on the tail end of that class was Ruby Riot. Yeah, I think she's been the one person who has as much talent as anybody else. But just by virtue, there's so much talent there, she's been relegated to nothing. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put Ruby Riot in mine, and then Carmella. Although I'm not sure Carmella would be because I'm a big fan of her in ring work these days. I think she's yeah, decent. Yeah, yeah. She can hold her own. Yeah, I wonder how much of her improvement has been. Due to her working with the horsewomen, I don't know. Um, maybe she, it's been more behind the scenes. Maybe it's been in the performance center. I, I don't just know. Wonder if she's just based on being on the road all the time, she's just gotten could more be. reps. That could from be. a live audience. But I put her in my four horsewomen. Um, I got Oscar Number, and then I got Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. They're good. Those are good. Good answers. Yes. And then Luis Ariza. What are some kayfabe guilty pleasures wrestlers indulge in? Um, he says Sergio Machuca of the Friendoverse says that Corbin probably likes uh, Manny Petty's because he's worth it and a king needs to feel and look good. And I agree. Uh, when's the last time you had a Manny Petty? I've never had one. You've never had a pedicure? No. It's amazing. Yeah. Oh, it's so nice. I've had one in my life and I, I regret that I've only had the one. All right. Because they're really great. I want to do the thing where they let the fish eat your feet. That's it. That's well. A, it's, 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 like it's, the, it's the rough skin, not your actual feet. Because they ate your feet, you'd not be able to walk, Steve, <sighs> without prosthetics. So. Um. Oh, wait. I go first. Uh, your answer is great. Mine's kind of boring, nonetheless. Uh, Elias, he fancies himself a musician, so he'd have a full writer for every appearance on Raw. Or I guess on SmackDown, so that would include demands in terms of what's in his dressing room. Yeah. So you're talking a palette of like Avion water. Uh, a bowl of only the green m No, they're individual bowls, but all the m ms are separated by color. Is that what Led Zeppelin had? I was it Led Van Zeppelin? Ha- I think it was Van Halen. They had the M&M's oh, it was Van Halen? thought. Okay. Um, just stuff like that. Just ridiculous demands. Funny concert writers. Some of them are pretty funny. Uh, let's see here. Okay, Van Halen had no brown M&Ms. Mariah Carey has a bunch of kittens. Motley Crue had mustard-induced... I don't know what that means. Uh, Jennifer Lopez, anti-clockwise coffee stirring. Like you had to stir, stir the coffee a certain way? I guess. Uh, I don't know what any of this stuff is. But it's Van Halen with the no brown m ms uh, I have Orton. Randy Orton has a traveling hot tub. That's entirely possible. He has his own bus. Yeah, I feel like he's a big hot tub guy. But it would be like a full-size hot yeah, tub, yeah, not like yeah. a mini. So you can have, you know. Or, I mean, that maybe that's more for Rob Van Dam. Yeah, it could be <laughs> a traveling pool. Oh man, with his wife and friends. Yeah, <laughs> several. Oh man. Uh, final text question from the Hadley Doodly Champ. Uh, this he says this question comes from Alex Alex Foster in Discord. Baron Corbin, Kona Reeves, Yoshihashi, and the Kingdom are tasked with saving a kidnap going in Raw. Well, what are their roles in the mission, and how successful will they be? Not successful. Not successful at all. 
Baron Corbin would be the team leader. Obviously. Um, Kona Reeves, well, he's the finest. He would provide only the finest in equipment mm-hmm. to help the situation. Yeah. Um, Yoshihashi would be the daredevil. Yeah. He's willing to run into any situation. True, true. Head of, first. Head first. And then the kingdom. Not sure what role they would fill. I don't know what they do. Anyways, it would it wouldn't it wouldn't work out very well. We'd be we'd be gone. We'd be dead. They'd kill us. Whoever's kidnapping us would yeah. kill us. Yeah. Anyways, maybe the kingdom. Maybe Matt Taven could pay the ransom thanks to some of that Ring of Honor money. What a rich guy. Yeah. Well, he's well off. Three hundred thousand dollars. I'd consider it's good that. money. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's not rich. If I was making three hundred thousand, I'm not sure I'd call myself rich. No, I definitely would not. Like, isn't like a million a year is probably the baseline for are you shoot rich? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, one day. Anyways, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.